This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like how committed are you to anti-masking? And what would you do if all of a sudden your Kit Kat bar became godly? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. The Omicron wave is dying, but the fake outrage remains strong. My name is Sandeep Sen, and with me as always, Phil Causey. Yes, that's right. The Omicron wave has hopefully gone down. You know what I'm hoping for? I'm hoping that just literally everyone gets it. Um, it kills the people it's supposed to kill, but then we're all immune and we can just actually not have to wear masks every fucking wear in public all the time. It's starting to get to me, man. It really is. We're going on year three of this. It, you, it you said that's what you're hoping for, but that's literally exactly what's going to happen. I don't. It, yeah. it can, well, no, <laughs> I guess there's actually point, no other outcome than whatever you just said. It, you know what it, it is? Everyone I, gets it. You're right, Sandy. And what I'm thinking is this: is rather than sometimes try dreams to fight come it, true, Phil. Rather than fighting it, I'm just saying, like, you know what? Now I'm, I'm actively rooting for COVID. I went from fighting yeah. COVID <laughs> to rooting for COVID. I'm just I'm at the point where it's like, fuck it, you win. Take all the people you need. You know, as long as no, as long as nobody that I like or know. Yeah. <laughs> take all the people you gotta know you know so, offer uh, your grandma as a sacrifice to covid like here is take her <laughs> leave my family alone well, they were doing that in texas <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic um that third voice you're here today ali mahedi welcome to the show uh, thank you i'm sorry i i didn't mean to interrupt your intro no no no. it's fine that, that's <laughs> no this is it it's, yeah, it's this supposed is to be interrupted we're not a professional okay. show there we go um what's going on in the world of ali mahedi these days anything good um yeah no good bad uh lazy i mean it, uh, like you said it's like two years into pandemic i realized that it, and i'm developing new habits of laziness like it, it's uh-huh. insane like i'm watching uh, like tv on on the couch i dropped the drop the uh, uh remote control i was too lazy to pick it up so i just watched whatever it was on <laughs> for like half an hour because mm-hmm. i didn't want to pick up the it, so i'm getting was too lazy good yeah uh, stargate sg1 Okay, well, that, that's not bad. I mean, it could have been something way worse. You know what I mean? I, I was going to take a look and flip through, but uh, no, it, it's uh, good stuff. Is like you know, I uh, doing uh, a new show, uh, so that's a good thing. And comedy. Uh, other than that, just uh, you know, so just doing some stand up, doing the whole thing. I'm into it. No, I want to touch on something you just said a second ago, actually. Um, because you, so you're are you a channel flipper, Ali? You take your remote and you flip through channels to see what's on, you just sort of go through them big time, big now, time. I, no. I don't mean in any way to, to age shame you or to be ageist, but um, <laughs> what, what age range are you in? Are you ab- above 45, I, above 50? I just turned 40. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's a little, that's pretty cool. The thing is you're Indian. You and the San Diego are going to look the way you do from now until you're 73. So I don't, no one knows how old you actually are, but like, the thing is I was home visiting my folks. This is why I, why I wanted to ask about this. And my dad is a flipper. He's a channel flipper and he'll just sit there. He'll watch four seconds of something flip to the next thing, four seconds of something flip to the next thing. And it drives me and my mom fucking crazy. If we're in the room trying to watch something, but like my generation, the younger, I'm not, I'm 35 now, but like, we'll, we'll stream something. We'll plan out our whole day and we'll exactly yeah. watch the things that are on certain platforms or channels or whatever. Um, so, but, but you're a flipper. That's very interesting. Sandy, what about you? Are you, are you a flipper? You know, this just depends on whether you have regular cable versus whether you've cut the cord. Yeah. So I've cut the cord, so there's nothing to flip to. And I think most people uh, who've cut the cord who aren't like flipping through the channels 
uh, then they don't become focused. Uh, and if you have like yeah. ADD, like me, I mean, that's another thing. I can't like uh, the the other thing you pay attention. Like, I grew up in Bangladesh. Like when okay. like and we didn't we didn't have TV as like modern TV. I grew up like old school. Like you gotta dial like a yeah. There's no remote control, so you gotta go to the TV to change the channel. Okay. And then I and then I then I had a TV with the remote control, and then now we have like Netflix. I've been through all of that. Yeah, you know, uh, from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. No, well, back in, the, in Bangladesh, uh, what was it like? Did everyone have their own TV, or did you guys have to go no. to the end of the block? And one guy had the, the TV for the village, and everyone crowded around that to get like the news updates or whatever. Is that so? Like in the nineties, I mean, like ninety, not I would say early nineties. Uh, there were like a couple of TVs in the area where we lived. Uh, uh, we had our neighbor. Our, our neighbor had a TV and I'll always go and watch TV at their place. And it was black and white. I remember I would make them stay up late because all the English channels would, uh, English like uh, TV series and movies will start after 10 PM. And they would get annoyed because I wouldn't leave. Like I watched X-Files, like all of X-Files, <laughs> like black and white. <laughs> and, and then you that got your incredible. own TV, right? Uh, yeah. Do you remember getting your first TV that was yours? Was that a big moment for you? huge it was a sony i think it was uh 19 inch it was big 19 was so big back then yeah that <laughs> oh, was yeah. no yeah your rich, your rich friend had the 30 inch back then for sure no yeah you're not wrong 30s out of this world man <laughs> remember when we used to use 24 inch monitors and it was a big deal like oh my god so much space <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I use laptops mostly, so that would still be big for me. But I know what you mean. I have friends now that they refuse to use anything less than two full monitors. You know what yeah. I mean? Like screen real estate's a thing now. Oh, man. Yeah, that was totally a thing. I grew up, I, I uh, went to India to live when I was in second grade. So this is like in the 80s. And um, there are definitely a few TVs in the neighborhood. And when the popular <laughs> shows would come on, everyone would clamber yeah. to like to one person's living room. And there's just like 30 <laughs> people in the living room. Everyone just did, gets sits anywhere they can on the floor and you just get your what were the you shows you um what were the shows you're what was it like the equalizer like the wonder years what was no, the no, shows no, no. That this was watched? this is in india so it's indian shows there's one show yeah, okay. called ramayan which is like the the whole like hindu epic uh yeah. that was like the most popular show and the power would go out many times like just throughout <laughs> the day randomly oh, but no. during this show when it would air because there were like riots if the power would go off during this airing because this yeah. is like there's no DVR it would air at one time and that's it, you know, and uh, then there'd be riots. So the power then didn't go off during the, that time. They would make sure that the power would stay on for when, it, when that was on. That's, that's yep. incredible. That's that's fucking crazy. And uh, speaking of riots in the streets in uh, South Asia, we're going to get to our first story today. That was a that, yeah. that, was a, that was a two and a half out of five star segue right there, but that was not terrible. Um, now you said you're from Bangladesh, Ali, and Sandeep is uh, Indian, even though he's American yeah. Indian. Uh, By the way, story, I wanna yeah. I wanna address a quick thing. Yes, I noticed you guys have 350 episodes with Sandeep. All of them? Not all of them. Uh, the okay. first 30 or so are different brown guys. <laughs> J. Did you, found did you spend at least five minutes on how to pronounce Sandeep's name? Um, <laughs> you, you, you know, you, 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 you know what's funny? I had, you keep calling him Sandeep. <laughs> a lot of people call him Sandip, 
Okay, like we're dipping chips. And it was funny. My um, my original co-host, uh, Ajay Raj, he didn't correct me. So for the first 20 episodes, I call him Ajay, thinking that was his <laughs> fucking name. And uh, yeah, so no, brown guys' names are, are, are pretty tough to pronounce. And there's going to be a few on this episode that you're going gonna to all have to help me out with here, by the way, because okay. <laughs> I'm going I, I, to have to be pronouncing the, name, the names of some gods in just a second here. <laughs> I, I, was, I was very looking forward to Phil doing yeah. this story for that reason. I was trying to get okay. you to do it. And you're like, no, 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 I want you to do it. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks a lot, asshole. Uh, all right. So <laughs> down in India, this story, um, neighboring to Bangladesh. There we go. The whole that whole part of the world where they make brown people and very spicy food. Um, this is not about spicy food though. This is about candy. There's some candy-based outrage we got here this week or recently, where the Kit Kat they they've got Kit Kats in uh, in India, Nestle's worldwide, and uh, they pissed off a bunch of people in India when they decided to do a special promotion where they put uh, artwork of some famous gods <laughs> on the front of the Kit Kat wrapper. And you're going to definitely have to help me out with the pronunciations. I will do my best here. There's three of them. Um, one of them, I believe, is Jagameth. Jagameth. That's exactly how it's pronounced. No, and it's probably like incredible. Hi, Okay. Uh, I can spell it for you if you want to pronounce it for me later. The second one is Balab. Hold on. Balabhadra. Balabhadra. Okay. There, the Again. second one is... Nailed it. Thank you. How are Thank you, you doing this? And the third one is Mata Subhadra. Okay. <laughs> I believe um, I, I can just do this for a half an hour where I try to read Indian names. If it makes you guys happy. This, this should be the show. This should be the, this should show. Be the show. Does that Phil read God's names? Wait, where do you see the other two names? I only see. I, I don't even see the other two names. He's just making yeah. up. I was also worried, wondering that in the article <laughs> that I sent you. Uh, uh, on I that, there were several articles. But yeah, but so there's three of them on there. I'm not sure what they're the gods of, but Nestle was trying to make them the gods of chocolate bars, apparently. Uh, and so people were super pissed off about this for for something I thought was actually a pretty interesting reason. Uh, people, religious folks in, in that area, were mad that. Uh, that the you know they they were happy with their they were like honoring the gods or whatnot but i guess the idea was once you're done with the chocolate bar and you're throwing the wrapper away you're kind of throwing the gods away i guess is the mm-hmm. way the reason why they're mad about that um i mean that's very kind of like it's it's interesting the symbolism there uh sandy what are you what are your thoughts oh on what this? symbolism are you because you're throwing the gods away you're throwing because there's a picture <laughs> of the gods that you're throwing in the trash because that was just the starting right uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I, you know, you can, you can always find anytime there's an image of God, I think this is probably why Islam doesn't have images of God, because anytime there is, like, <laughs> if it, even if it's on a book, like, you, you know, the book could, you could drop the book, you know, you might step on the uh, book. Anytime there's an image of God, there can, sh- shitty stuff can be done onto the image, and then everyone can get up, up, upset about it. Yeah, well, like, you know, in, uh, in, especially in the villages in Bangladesh, like Arabic words were looked at like holy words, like just the script, the letters, right? So if, if somebody found like a paper with Arabic words, they would not discard it. Like they will properly discard it somewhere, put it somewhere, right? Or, or, or throwing in the water, for example, is, is okay. But they won't step on it. Even if the Arabic words say, fuck you, bitch, you know, or, or something like that. Am I allowed uh-huh. to curse on this podcast? Yeah, it course. could be like, 
porn <laughs> written in Arabic. It's just language, right? But people Literary still porn. be like, yeah. And it people just says still the be like, just says the word boobs. It, it could be. <laughs> they have the word boobs in Arabic. But people do you, do you know what the, do you know what the what word is the word boobs in Arabic? You know, I have I have no idea. Uh, Probably boobs. What is it? What is it in Gujarat, Sandy? Titias. Titias. So it hits backwards. Titias. Okay, I like that. So so anyway, there was a lot of outrage online about this. The Kit Kats with the gods on them, and Nestle actually put out one of your favorite things, Sandy. The good old apology tweet. Put out the apology tweet. Um, it's a long one. I'll just paraphrase it. Basically, they said that they were doing it to honor the um, artwork and honor the Odisha culture. I probably pronounced that wrong, too. Uh, and also to promote tourism, uh, I guess, to India or within India. Yeah. They didn't really specify. So so it was a promotion where it seemed like their heart was in the right place. They just pissed off people for the wrong reason. Oh. Um, you know, it's, it's, and then they said they removed it from the shelf, which they did. Well, what I always like to, to think of here is I always do this on the show. I, I take the what if and the hypothetical of what, what would be the American equivalent of this. But could you imagine if there was like a Jesus Kit Kat or like a Mormon uh, John Smith Kit Kat or something like, like a Jehovah's Witness, Latter-day Saints? Um, this probably is. I mean, uh, in America, like Jesus is kind of like fair game. It seems like you can put Jesus everywhere. It's fine. Uh, is Jesus on food? Is there? Is there? I'm sure Jesus in the South food? he is, but around here you don't yeah. see it quite as much. You know, like what's the packet? You know, you guys have those. Uh, those you guys wafers. Yeah. <laughs> Call the you, have those, you have those wafers where you're like eating the body of Christ. Oh, I wonder if the packaging that the wafer comes in does. You think it probably has Jesus on it? You know, like. In, if they're different completing brands like endorsed by Jesus, and you know, well, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 no, but now the, the however that that's only being manufactured and being ordered by and being consumed by people within a religious context. It's made for priests to give out at church during communion. Um, it's not like uh, you know something you see at a bodega or a, a convenience yeah. store. You know, like Jesus isn't trying to get you to buy Twix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. You know, the church has to probably order that wholesale from some like company. No, they do. Right? They like, absolutely do. Yeah. So they probably have competing companies. So I wonder if they have Jesus's picture on some of the, some of the endorsed by yeah, Jesus. Buy you know. ours if you love Jesus. If you buy the other guys, you don't love them quite as much. You know. Wasn't that, yeah. wasn't that people selling snake oil and uh, herbal stuff back in the day with uh, you know Jesus picture on it? And I if I remember movies and stuff. Um, like Holy four Water? out of five Jesuses prefer yeah. our communion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I uh, yeah. whole uh, t- um, uh, Kit Kat situation. I mean, I mean, uh, Nestle is a very big company, so this wasn't like oh, we made a boo boo or a mistake. This was like a promotion. They probably have a third party who's handling all of their promotional images and stuff. So they actually had a proper plan and why they should be putting that image. So it was discussed extensively whether or not they should picture of God, and they still miss the fact that people will get upset, right? Yeah, I guess that that is sort of one way to look at it. And maybe you don't want to fully blame Nestle for it. I don't think that that's a bad angle to take. Um, so no, it's, it's not like blaming, but you know, in that part of the world, uh, people do get upset. They take their like you know religion very very seriously. So you get up, 
be like, oh, they will get outraged for sure. Well, and then that's sort of the <laughs> thing that jumped out at me is that it's a very religious and very serious part of the world. Whereas like here in America, whenever we have some kind of promotion, it's usually just like whatever movies coming out that summer, or like an athlete, right? Yeah. It's not religious the way it is in a place like that. So that's why this story sort of jumped out at me. It's just strange, if anything. Um, yeah. As far as the outrage verdict goes in this one, you know, if I were a god, though, wouldn't you want your your like if you want people to like you, wouldn't you want to be associated with candy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, chocolate. Uh, he, he's uh, up there bit. sitting there with his with with his uh, with the other gods, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys are in like scriptures and shit, but like right now, there's like children all around the country jamming me in their mouth and loving." <laughs> All right. I, I feel like if I, people were to like were on the fence of buying it, if they have a positive connotation, they probably increase sales. I wonder what the sales yeah. were. Yeah, I, you know, I have no idea. I, but the problem is, you know, with Twitter, week. it just it's so easy to just act like you're awesome and oh no, yeah. I really like God, and that's why I'm going to find this little thing. Like, no, what if after <laughs> you open the thing, then now you've torn torn God's face, and now it's in the garbage. Oh, you've thrown God in the garbage, and you can just you can you can just tweet your you can just feel morally superior really easily. And, you know, I used to, it was cool being Indian and like how India would like not follow the same trends, but like from doing the show, India is doing the same shit. in America does. We're following the same <laughs> stupid outrage trend. And everyone has to get it's true. nonsense pissed off. It's true. Um, as far as the verdict goes in this one, um, I'm actually going to go legit outrage in this one for two reasons. Uh, the first reason is because, I think, it, and I never thought of this because I've, I've never sort of been super religious in the sense of like the day-to-day -day symbolism, the way they are there with like the throw the wrapper away and that's disrespectful to the God. So if you're someone who believes in that sort of stuff, um, I, I can see that being actually kind of pretty offensive. Like your God is on a wrapper that people are stepping on and, you know, throwing in the trash. And the other one too, is that um, I, as someone who doesn't really practice religion, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? I don't want to see that sort of shoved in my face when I'm just like at the convenience store. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I think it's it's a very bizarre marketing tactic. Um, and, you know, it, it's just it's, it's just kind of irks. It's just weird at best. So I'm going to go legit outrage on that one. OK, I'm going to go next because I want Ali to be the tiebreaker. I'm OK. Fake <laughs> All right. OK. You know what? Fuck everyone. I just shut up. I, come on. You have your relationship with God then that's good. You have your own relationships. Don't fucking go looking for, oh, there's Kit Kat on the rapper. The <laughs> Fuck everyone. Also, a little caveat. Ali, we had in India, there is something with like, you said written words. Yeah, like books. Like you have to like respect books. And then so I'd go to India or Indian, like, like fobby Indian households here growing up. And you can't like, you, if you put your foot on something, there can't be yeah. a book and you can't throw books. So I'd be, I'd literally like throw the TV guide. There was this TV guide, you know, it's, and you can't know you can't throw the TV guide, and so it would it would extend down to like if you want to respect literature. If the literature literally says this is stupid literature, you still have to respect the fact that it's literature. And, and just, just shut up. I hate those people. <laughs> it's the same kind of people that complain about this. So I'm going fake outrage. I'll turn it over for the tiebreaker to our guest. Okay. Okay. Now, real quick, like I I. I... I, I, the area where I grew up, I grew up Muslim, but there was a lot of Hindus. I have a lot of Hindu friends from school, and we always went to the pujas. And in pujas, they have this concept of like prashat, like it's a little treat that you get from the from the uh, mandirs, right? Now, 
the sentiment here could be also like, oh, Nestle is trying to break into the Prashad by pretending like, oh, this is God Street kind of thing. Oh. Uh, so there's a, there's a reason for that to be outraged as well. But I, well, thanks I for that context. That yeah, makes a lot I, of sense. <laughs> I agree with the, the idea that the, uh, religious people back home, and I include India and Bangladesh, is very sensitive. I remember like, like we eat beef, and that's why we're not allowed to go into certain Hindu households. If we step in, uh, step the, uh, our foot inside, they will have to have a whole puja just to sanitize, <laughs> to sanitize the Muslim out of the house. <laughs> and same, the exorcist of meat eaters. That's uh, the same thing. Well, uh, the, the Hindus were not allowed to go to the mosque. But me and my Hindu friends in college, we would be eating beef, drinking alcohol, like, like no problem. Like, and so the kid, like, you know, young generations are growing up different, but back in the day, things were, but I, I, I Ali, is there with a statute of limitations? Like if you didn't eat meat that week or if you like quit eating meat, <laughs> like, could, is there a time after which you can step foot in, in someone's house? In no, house? If, I think you gotta, they have to give you a bath. And then <laughs> put some soil all over your face or some, some sort oh, of What prayer. if you were a vegetarian Muslim? Like you're a Muslim, but you just never ate meat. Would that, it was just because you're Muslim or is the meat thing? I think it's a meat thing. Uh, same thing, like you can use the same pots and pans. I think the, the Jewish Jewish people have the same kind of uh, religion as well. But what I, like what impossible I, Muslims. No, I'm an impossible Muslim. I was an impossible beef. But <laughs> I, I wonder how they feel about that, actually. The impossible Muslim? <laughs> yeah, I wonder how they feel about the fake meat over there. Um, uh, so, so I'm on the edge of my seat. What's yeah? What, what's the verdict here, Ali? I will go with uh, Phil Causey on this one. Uh, right. <laughs> legit, uh, legit outrage. Uh, but the media help. Uh, if you guys saw, uh, saw the video uh, of that, that uh, have you listened to the music they added to the video? It was playing. I I did not know. Uh, like it's very intense, like you know, in a movie kind of trailer kind of. Uh, uh, do you want me to play it real quick? Um, <laughs> I don't think you. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. So are you talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. ad for the Kit Kat? Yeah, ad for the Kit. Let's play the video. It's like, oh my god, this is a big deal. Like you know, oh, so they tried to make it like you know, this is the most important fucking epic. Yeah, that that's like every news in in India. Most important candy bar of your life. Oh yeah. So two to one legit outrage. We have successfully defended Wait, Ali, the where honor were you going of, with that story about the the prasad or the the what's it called with the food at the in the temple? Yeah, because it, prasad and and a local food uh, people who prepare is a very kind of small business thing. When big corporations come ah. in trying to tap into that, a lot of people like ah, they they're trying to take my business, you know, because oh, you see. go to a you go to a local store and you buy your prashad or whatever um, sweets, little sweets that wrapped. But I think that yeah, has yeah, something that to was, do with that. Was an too. interesting. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I never thought about the angle. Yeah, the big companies. Yeah, yeah. Trying to tap into the the religious, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Re- trying to use the religion to advertise and market their products. Yeah. But anyways, I think we lost Phil Kazi. He's probably. Going to that shit on white people. Phil has escaped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
No, it, it's he's trying. Uh, to, he's trying to cleanse his body of the beef that he ate, so he can he can visit some Indian person's house. What was the uh, you were talking about um, the uh, TV show that you used to watch, The Hindu Gods? Uh, was called again? I forget. Ramayan. Ramayan. I watched. Dude, I watched so many times. It was always so much fun. I, I watched it like a like a superhero movie, like Marvel or something, because they all have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. The most amazing superpower, they'd, they'd be able to shoot an arrow and the arrow would have like sparks coming out of it. And like, yeah. fucking like, like the worst, it was like, the, it was like the cheesiest special effects. And then one arrow, they would meet the two arrows would meet in the middle and one arrow would disappear. Yeah. And whoever's <laughs> arrow didn't disappear, like had this look of triumph and whoever's arrows did disappear. They got all pissed off. And that was like, that was like four episodes. Back to back. <laughs> And every god had a giant stomach. Like these guys were not fit at all. <laughs> these guys, these guys are like chubby and huge. And for a while, I thought that was what strength meant. Like if you had like big chicks and it, giant stomach, it's the, the whole uh, expression "body of a god" has a whole different expression in that part of the world. I guess it's, yeah, it's changed like, now. Yeah. It's changed now. <laughs> there we Indian go. gods aren't low carb. So, yeah. <laughs> so from that part of the world back to this part of the world, Sandeep, I do believe is we're coming back to the states for this next one, right? Yes, a Pennsylvania middle school teacher caused outrage oh, after a go. photo was leaked showing her taping a mask uh, to a student. <laughs> uh, it wasn't known who took the photo, how it got shared initially, but it wound up on a Facebook page called North Penn Stronger Together, which is a group page for Republican candidates who <laughs> lost election to the school board <laughs> in November and some other Facebook pages. But uh and then the page said, pro mask or anti-mask, I hope we can agree that taping masks to children crosses the line. This is not a joke for the child or the parents. And uh, the school board said, after immediate investigation, it was determined that while the incident was involved, was isolated and no malice was intended, the actions of the teacher were entirely inappropriate and unacceptable, no matter the context. Uh, and then the school board president, then they had a meeting later that day. And the school board president said, first and foremost, I'd like to extend an apology on behalf of the district and the board of school directors to the student who's involved and to his family. Uh, I think ter- and then and uh, she went on they had a bunch of shit. And then, you know, people at the meeting were upset. One person said, I think as parents and as taxpayers, we deserve to know how the situation is being handled as of now. We heard the teacher who is a special education teacher is not arrested for child abuse nor fired. They've heard wow. the teacher's not arrested. <laughs> There's a lot to un- unpack in this story. Dude, how fucking white is this story? <laughs> Ali, I'm, are you kidding me with this shit? I, I, I'm reading this as an Indian. I'm like perplexed. First, I, I saw the picture. The picture is just like, it really doesn't be- depict any malice. She's just like gently, no. daintily like taping, you know, putting, not like duct tape. Not like some crazy, like, you know, wrapping around his head, just like little squares of the white tape. The, the paper tape. <laughs> and just, just to jet, gently taping the mask on the kid, the kid sitting quietly. There's no crying. I, 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 what the fuck, white people? What are you? What <laughs> the fuck? How are your kids so special that they can't be? Though the delicate air around my child <laughs> was touched. Uh, how, how come they haven't been charged with child abuse? And then the whole school board has to be like, I can't believe it. This is isolated. I swear. What? Everyone lost their fucking mind. 
Oh my God. And Indian students, first the parents would be like, yeah, hit my kid if they're not behaving. Mar. <laughs> And then, they will send you to school with a duct tape over your face. Yeah. <laughs> they won't bother with the teacher. Come on. Oh my like, God. There's no photo behind. There's no story behind the photo. The mask was probably falling off the special ed kid. It probably that's the first thing I, I was thinking of too. It, yeah. She was probably putting on to like help the, help the mask stay on. Because they have the mask mandate. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in this story because the kid was special ed. So maybe he didn't know how to keep his mask on himself yeah. or, you know, or maybe like you said, it was like too big. Because here's the thing. It's actually like not the easiest thing in the world to get a child size mask. Because most of them are made yeah. for adults because most people are adults. Um, so maybe it was a thing where like, you know, the parents sent him to school, the loose mask and he had to, you know, the teacher had to help tie it up or tape it up or whatever. We don't know um you know that part of the story at all but I, I will say and this is one thing about this show we we do our best to avoid getting like directly political and spewing our own single new york liberal guy opinions on people the best we can but this is one of those stories where it's kind of unavoidable <laughs> you know what i mean because they're saying look whether you believe in the mass mandate or not this is un- they're just saying even if you ca- if you want your the if you believe in masks no which see, right i do there? but then this that it like but this is crossing some line where they use that stupid <laughs> a two by a one by one square tape to, to tape the mask. Suddenly, this is like outrageous. So when I well, look at the picture, right, she was she obviously was very gentle. She's a teacher of a special ed. She's very gentle. I felt like uh, she was almost putting like makeup, you know, like women put like makeup and they always have to like I've heard put, of that. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> they have to like put all kinds of clips and uh, tapes uh, to keep their eyeliner, eyeshadow. On. Yeah, all that stuff. And so putting a tape on on to hold something up is not a very cool thing to her from uh, as a female. So that's the first thing. Right. Mm-hmm. The second thing is her sentiment is like, oh, I need him to put the mask on so I can save the other kids from getting infected. So yeah. it's not coming from like, I'm going to attack you. You are not following the rules. It's coming from, oh, I need to make sure all the other kids are safe be- to make sure that you keep your mask on, right? And the uh, kid is safe too, right? Like it protects yeah. them from... From getting infected. So, so now uh, there's one side they're completely taking it out of like uh, you know from that it's like oh this is an attack against my freedom uh, my, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're like, about to get to that in a second don't worry yeah. <laughs> uh, have you read the twitter like all the reposts oh my god they're like insane oh it's <laughs> fucking crazy people have lost their goddamn minds and, and see this is why i'm gonna have to tip my hand early here like i said this is something that i, I feel kind of strongly about because i have to wear my fucking mask at my my job where i I'm on my feet all day recently and it does kind of suck, but you have to do it. And the the thing that, that the person said Sandy, a minute ago, when you were quoting what they were saying, they're saying, well, whether you believe in masks or not, anyone who says that sentence is an anti-masker because they're trying to demean <laughs> the use yeah. of masks. They're trying to like, oh, well, if you, if you want to use your stupid little masks, you dumb libtard, you know, those fucking people are the ones who, because somebody who, who believes in quote unquote, believes in using masks wouldn't ever say that. They would never qualify it like that. 
So what this is, this is some angry backwoods Republican fucking Karen who from day one has been anti-mask. And right now they just, they're using this story to try to prop up their opinion even yeah. further. That's all it is. They didn't suddenly become anti-mask because they saw this fucking photograph. They're using this to try to add to their fucking retarded case that has no basis in fucking science of, you know, oh, the fucking but I was trying, to, I was trying to read. Well, the- on, hold on, I'm not done yet. And then, because mm-hmm. what have we heard this whole fucking time? And maybe it's because I spent a lot of the pandemic back in my hometown. But there are people who post constantly in like the local hometown Facebook groups of like, you know, they're gonna try to make our kids wear masks at school. We gotta all organize. Let's all meet at the school and protest this. And you know, we're gonna all go to the school board meeting and yell at the principal and did 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 fucking stupid Karens. Okay, like. <laughs> This has been something that since the beginning of the pandemic, they've tried to do this whole thing of like, oh, it's actually bad for the children to have them on. It's traumatizing them for life or whatever stupid shit they're spewing out. And all this is, is this the latest iteration of someone who's working backwards from their conclusion, their conclusion being that masks are bad and they don't work. Okay. And they're trying to use this as part as part of their case. It's all it is. And it's stupid. And so, yeah, this, this dumb backwoods fucking redneck cracker whitey Karen she can eat it okay fake out i was looking i was looking for like i was looking for in the articles and i read a few where they would where someone would be like would kind of say what you're saying like this wasn't a big deal that no of course you know the mask wasn't staying on you know shut up but no one said that like the school board had to be like this is totally you're right completely inappropriate so i felt like it was some white shit where like you can't like you know their kids are gods and you can't like you can't deign to ever come near them and you know any any touching of your kid is totally inappropriate and shit like that it's it because it didn't seem like anyone was then being like yo yo chill out like that the school board certainly wasn't the school board was like yeah we agree this is this is inappropriate and we're investigating and we talked to the person and yeah all that shit. and the reason exactly what you just said because they didn't talk about the main thing which pre-pandemic would have been like yeah you don't put your hands on somebody else's kid right yeah. they went right to the mask thing <laughs> they went right to the they, 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 they're like oh well fuck the fact that we're touching the kid no 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 we gotta we gotta do something about these masks and that that's how i know it's no, you can touch other people's kids what the fuck is this yeah. no kids aren't yeah. allowed to be touched what the um, hell is everyone talking about um no. I, I, don't, I don't know about that one but the kid the teacher was touching the kid by putting the tape on so now like suddenly that's like you're yeah i mean that that, that i think post like maybe 2000 or so i think that is kind of inappropriate now what? She wasn't molesting the kid. You know, many, many kids can be touched without being molested. I, I, no one, no one seems to know the difference. Like, yeah, you can, or you can like, you know, move a kid. Well, yeah, sometimes these kids, one thing oh, does lead to another. Delicate, well, that, Timothy that's can't the be. thing. Okay, that's Allie, the thing. What are you saying? I was, I was, I, I kind of agree with Cindy because they're using the term don't touch other people's kid just to imply that you're touching them inappropriately. But there is a lot of reasons why, like, a daycare person have to touch the kid. Like, uh, meaning, like, taking care of the kids. Like, they choke on it. They snot all over their face. Putting a bandaid on them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Kids have snot fight. You know that stuff, right? (laughs) Like, my, my little brother is... Is a, a was a teacher at like a, what is it, a middle school or something, and they were having like snot fight, and he had to break the fight. And what like kids can be so annoying. And when I first saw the <laughs> I, title of right. the article, title of the article, like I was surprised. I, I saw that this kid was like annoying, and she was like putting a mask <laughs> or taping his face, uh, but it wasn't the case. I think in in social media, 
raising a kid has a different picture. Like there's a completely different picture of how kids are raised in social media as opposed to like real life. Real life, parents beat their kid, yell at their kid, they drag their kid, right? They shove food in their mouth because they don't want to eat. Because I know my sister has a huge problem trying to feed her kid. In, in social media, it's like, oh my God, you have to be like a psychologist to raise your kids. Like nobody is a fucking psychologist to raise, you know. Uh, well, Sandeep is, but <laughs> Dr. Sandeep over here. It's like, you need to know exactly how to properly raise your kid. Nobody knows, man. Uh, I know my parents didn't, so <laughs> that's how I became a comedian. Right. So yeah. we, uh, by the way, I do agree with what you were saying also, Sandeep, to an extent of, um, and I don't know why this this story jumps out at me, but when I was in the fourth grade, one of my friends was acting up one day and the teacher took rubber bands and just clasped them around both of the kids' hands so we couldn't <laughs> separate. Like, if you did that today, holy fucking shit. You'd, yeah. be, you'd be the front fucking story on Fox News later that night. Like, like Yeah, I'm saying bring that back. I like fucking... the rubber band solution. <laughs> yeah. These white kids, everyone's... Why everyone's trying to keep, keep treat white kids way too gingerly? These white kids need some fucking discipline. And this is a white Karen who took this... Who took the picture, probably out of context for all we know, yeah. to try to push across her stupid fucking agenda. And uh, so, yeah, fake outrage all day for me. How do you yeah. guys feel about this? This is Dude. why I see these kids are the ones growing up to t- talk to managers because they can't <laughs> they can't handle any kind of disappointment, any kind of discipline, any kind of rules. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I would say like my teachers, one time my teachers, this is a true story. My teacher put a, like, can you see my fingers? Like he would take three of my fingers, right? Three middle fingers. And he would put a pen in between the fingers and then put pressure as a punishment. <laughs> I swear to God. I cannot make this shit up. Like you'd, this you'd, was you'd my spend pu- like five years in jail if you did that to a Pretty white much. kid yeah. in the 2010s or 20s. And oh my when God. we're in the class, when we're in the class, and if we didn't do any home homework, right? He would beat the kids like three, like with a with a little little uh, bamboo stick. Now, if he forgot the bamboo stick, and he if and it's your turn to be a turn to be beaten, he will send you to the principal's office to get your own stick. <laughs> so you'd be walking. Wait, does a principal just have like a whole rack of them, like like, like pool cues, just like sitting well, like, there in, in, in the principal's office? Like, like, like pick my me teacher, a winner, you know? Like, <laughs> my teachers were like, they have the teacher's lounge and he forgot the, the little stick that he beat the kid with. So now you're walking all the way out there thinking about that you're going to get beat up and then you have a choice of which stick you're going to pick. <laughs> you're gonna pick hey, Samir, can I borrow your bamboo stick? I left mine at home. You know, there's a reason why Indians are most of the doctors in this world, okay? It's because that's the schooling system they went through. Yeah. You fuck up, you get beaten. Um, all right, so are you guys with me on the fake outrage or are you saying legit 100%, outrage? 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah, outrage. fake outrage. All right, awesome. Um, so before we go, we always ask our guest, Mr. Ali Mahedi, is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on here in the universe uh how many minutes i have like two hours uh, <laughs> i mean, you try to yeah. try to keep it to one that's gonna be on your mind um, no, like no really like last last couple of like actually last whole two years i've been thinking about mm-hmm. this one thing how internet got worse oh especially yeah. like over like from from like the 2000 uh when the pop-up was a thing and then we got rid of the pop-ups like hey pop-up is bad but now all of a sudden, all, we have all these articles and every single video and content you want to watch, you got to watch the ad first. Mm. You go into an article, you go into an article, even established like news, news media, 
you have to like you can't even recognize which one is the video or the photo related to the article, which one is the ad. Like there's so, so many ads everywhere. It's mm-hmm. just so annoying that so we are your not- outrage specifically is on the um the the, the fact right. that there's forced ads on the internet. There are ways yeah. to get around that. Usually, if you pay for the service, or you can get an ad blocker. Also, I have an ad blocker. No, they're yeah. wise to the whole ad blocker thing now. Now every time it's there's an ad blocker, yeah. it's like you're noticing there's really. an ad blocker. <laughs> Yeah, they will that, do that, that is then. true. It is kind of an arms race. Um, yeah, even, I will say the internet has gotten worse overall, just culturally too, during the pandemic, because everyone's sitting inside their fucking houses, not really interacting with people. Like this is the closest some people get to socialization. You know what I mean? Is us like what we're doing right now, which is just people talking into a screen. Yeah, and if, I think that yeah, it's gotten worse. People are more aggressive. People are more. Uh, people are meaner. You know, even they, sure. they took out the, they took out the humanity because even when there's yeah. like a sad news or emergency news, you'll have to watch an ad like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant died, and I'm watching Nike shoes right before his <laughs> death news. Like, <laughs> and then I forgot, like, oh, Kobe died, but then I've been I've, I'll be thinking about buying those pair of shoes the whole time. I'm listening. Uh, it's it's kind of weird, like an asteroid coming to Earth destroy the Earth. Yeah. But let, let me sell you some tampons first. Uh, yeah, it's like because there's a terrorist attack yeah. happening somewhere but first make sure you check out this ad for Folgers coffee like, so yeah it's so annoying yeah. so the forced ads thing I, I agree with you on certainly um that's why I'm one of those people I pay for the YouTube premium it's like 10 bucks a month or 12 bucks a month it's worth every penny because I never have to deal with that shit ever again you know what I mean so it, yeah. it's it's definitely um I mean it's how they get you you can either watch 800 ads or you can just give somebody 10 bucks a month to, to make them go away. Yeah. Either way, they're going to find a way to get your money. Um, I'm just, just calling me cheap. Well, no, <laughs> for my own sanity, my own sanity, I, I'm willing to give up a few dollars. Because yeah. the other thing too, and I want to I piggyback up what you said, Ali, there's only like, depending on what platform you're watching, four or five different ads. So you'll see the same fucking ad over and over and over and fucking over again to the point yeah. where you hate yourself and you hate that company. So yeah, and I like yeah. that outrage. Force ads in the internet. It's a scourge. I'm with you. I like that. Sandeep, any any uh, thoughts on that? Uh, yes, totally. He's <laughs> indifferent. Like, I don't care. All right. That, that is a good place to end then. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, I forgot how I even do this. We haven't done this. Oh, you asked me for any two. parting thoughts. Oh, yeah, no, I ask you for that at the end after I see all the other other. Oh, yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Phil Causey. Um, Ali Mahedi is on there. What's your What's your thing on there, Ali? It's Ali.Mehedi. It's on Instagram. Okay. It's a good follow. Sandeep Sen is spelled deep like the water. Sandeep Sen comic on the Instagram. Um, if you have a minute, give us five stars on iTunes. We definitely appreciate that. But before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? I think they should tape a mask over everyone who complained about that picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it.